I've invested this much money into myself. I know what I'm worth now. I can up my prices. There is an equation that people can do. That way you have a good base and then you can see what you need to make in order to make a profit because that's huge. And you know, you're putting a lot of time and effort in here. You gotta make money for yourself. Hello and welcome to the Venture Vibe podcast. I'm your host, Francesca. The Venture Vibe podcast is for those wanting to explore the world of entrepreneurship one venture after another. Whether you're a new entrepreneur, working on a side hustle, or just simply want to learn more, this podcast is for you. Today, I'm recording my first episode for Venture Vibe. So as you can imagine, I chose a guest who I knew that you would all appreciate. Today, I will be talking with Carissa Kearney, who is currently a full-time student at Douglas studying marketing, and she launched her business in 2020. Carissa is the owner of Through the Blue Photography. I actually met Carissa through Instagram and I reached out to her to learn more about her services and what she offers. And I ended up booking a branding shoot with her. And the cover photo for the Venture Vibe podcast was taken by Carissa, along with many other photos that you will soon see on both my personal Instagram and my Venture Vibe Instagram. Carissa, I'm so excited to hear your story and have you share it with everyone. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh, I'm honored <laughs> to be on. Um, yeah, as Francesca said, my name's Carissa Kearney. Um, I'm the owner of Through the Blue Photography, and I am a lifestyle portrait photographer. So I take photos with anything that include people or dogs, because I love dogs. Um, and so I take photos for small businesses, couples, families, individuals, weddings. If there's a person, I'm there. A little bit about myself. If I'm not taking photos, I love doing anything creative or I try my best to spend time outdoors. I am 23. I live in East Vancouver, but I grew up in Surrey. Um, I have a wonderful family of five, uh, which includes my two older brothers. So I was the only girl and the youngest. So had a good life there. Um, I grew up playing sports and dancing and I had a really great childhood. Um, but at the end of high school, I was quite lost on what I wanted to do. And a lot of my close friends were applying for the bigger universities around. And I felt like, you know, I wasn't <laughs> smart enough. And I ended up enrolling for the human resources program at KPU because my dad told me to do it. And so I did it. Um, before it started, I dropped out because I had the opportunity to become a legal assistant with a family friend. Um, so I ended up working downtown as a legal assistant, got my diploma at VCC. I did that for a couple of years and then, you know, I felt a little stuck in the nine to five. I quit. I traveled around and I did things that made me happy, which included photography. And it was amazing. It was the best choice really I made. And after the two years of doing that, I decided to go back to school. And that's where I started my degree at Douglas for marketing. So I started pre-pandemic and my photography business happened midway pandemic. So the two just kind of became this magical combination that wasn't really planned for, but it happened. Wow, that is such an amazing story. A little bit of your background, because I don't think I even knew all of that. Um, and I kind of really appreciate hearing stories that aren't necessarily super linear, because I think a lot of the time we kind of look at someone's end result and you kind of think they just started in photography and took step one, step two, step three, and are now a photographer, right? But it's really cool to hear you say that you were in HR, worked as a legal assistant, took some time to travel and really, you know, kind of take some time to stay true to yourself and take a step back and 
realize what you really wanted to do. I would love to know what a personality trait that you possess that not many people know about you. Mm. Probably two. One of them is a personality trait. The other one, I don't know what it is, but um, (laughs) I'm definitely patient. I'm a lot more patient than I thought I was. And, you know, this pandemic has really showed me um, in a lot of ways how patient I am. And I think that's kind of one personality trait that I'm kind of like, I love, you know, now about myself. Definitely. Yeah. It's Uh, something a lot of people I think are working on. It's so, it's so, so important in every aspect of life. Yeah. And it's, and it's cool. Like it, it really has just come to light with this kind of time of the year. And I'm like, Oh, wow. I'm a lot more patient than I thought I was. And another one is that I'm like giggly. I don't know if that's even a personality <laughs> trait, but I like love a good joke. I love just to like laugh with people and that's, that's a trait great. Of mine. <laughs> that definitely counts. Lighthearted, giggly, we'll take it. So now that we've learned a little bit about you and your background, um, I'd love to dive into starting your business. Um, when did you actually start photography and at what point did you really think that I would love to start building a brand and actually turn this hobby into a business? My mom always had a camera in our faces. Any, any holiday, she was taking like 500 photos and it was just like, photography was just always there. So like, I just took photos because I was her. I always had like a point and shoot camera. Um, I had like a, always, yeah, a digital camera or a film camera or something. And I just like, I loved recording videos of my friends and I and taking photos of them. But I feel like photography started when I got my first DSLR Um, my dad got me a DSLR camera when I was 17 and, um, I would just take photos of families and friends and then it kind of led to paid shoots. Um, so like a lot of close family and friends knew that I liked photography. So I would do little jobs for them. And then I think I really, I think when I really knew I wanted to create a brand was when, um, you know, a couple of years ago I was working in a restaurant and my friend, she just loved being in front of the camera was a natural and we started taking photos together. And then I was like, well, you know, maybe I could take control of your Instagram and be like this like social media manager, content creator thing. I didn't even know the terms, but I just said like, I'll take over your Instagram and we can see what happens. Yes. And then I kind of was like, oh, actually, you know what? That'd be a lot of fun. And I think I would do like a really good job at that. Nothing came from that Instagram, but it kind of just like lit a light bulb in my head. And I was like, wow, this could be, you know, this could be a brand, this could be a career. So I think like when the idea first appeared in my mind, when that idea first appeared in my mind, I started to think about the possibility of building a photography business. That's, that's really good to hear. I love the idea that you kind of went into it just to try it without taking it too seriously originally, because I think that's where a lot of people have a a bit of a mental block. They get scared to even try it. Right. So that's very cool that you kind of took that leap and wanted to help manage the social media and then that's when you kind of had that light bulb moment right Mm -hmm. I feel like it was like definitely a very gradual um start and like process which was what was so natural and easy about it like it was nothing like okay I'm waking up this morning and I'm starting a photography business I don't know anything it was kind of just like these little ideas and and you know confidence boosters and these things that just kind of built together and then it just was like, oh my God, why haven't I started a photography business? And then it just became this thing. It came together naturally, which is the best. 
So take me through the beginning of your 2020 and what led you to officially start through the blue in the year 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. Um, what did that look like? <laughs> yeah. So at the beginning of 2020, um, I just remember sitting down with my parents. I wasn't, I was working in the film industry as a production assistant, which is literally just a parking assistant. And I was like, I want to go back to school. And my parents were like, yeah, perfect. Like go apply, go whatever, go do what you need to do. And I was like, okay. So the next day I went into Douglas and I was like, what do I do from here? What can I do? And I started classes in two days. So I got into the winter term and within two days, I was back in college of just, you know, bringing up the idea of going back to school. So at the beginning of the year, I was really excited for the year. I wanted to travel. Um, I was planning on like kind of, you know, maybe starting up my photography professionally. And then March came and my grandpa was quite sick and he was living alone in East Vancouver. So my parents suggested I go move in with him and take the upstairs and just help out with like care raid kind of duties. So I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to do that. I want to live in East Vancouver. So I ended up taking my boyfriend uh, to join. And within two weeks, my boyfriend and I had moved in, moved in with my Italian grandpa. <laughs> and <laughs> we were so excited because, you know, we've always wanted to live in East Vancouver and experience the city. Um, and, you know, a week later, lockdown happened. So we were locked down. This was the first time moving out together. And we locked down with my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, I lost my job. Um, all my classes right. were moved online. And right. um, honestly, like the lockdown is such a fever dream. Like I, I'm trying to remember like when I finally decided to create this business, because this is almost, you know, a year ago now, which is crazy when lockdown happened. But I, I just can't, I can't remember for the life of me why, what switched. But I think I was like, okay, like, I'm not working. I'm in school full-time. What are my hobbies? And I kind of was like, okay, photography, let's take this to the next step. And um, the next step was creating an official business. And so I lined up a whole bunch of photo shoots in one week, free photo shoots so that I could get content. And <clears throat> I just like, I had all of this content for my website. I created a website. I was posting on my Instagram and it kind of just, it, it boomed from there. Um, and you're asking like, if I had any worries, I kind of, you know what? <laughs> I didn't because I was like, I, I felt like this pandemic was an advantage to a photography business. I mean, wedding photographers definitely have it hard, but right. a lot of people were trying to think of like fun things to do that were socially distanced and mm -hmm. photo shoots were such a fun thing to do with your partner that you were stuck inside with all day with definitely. or families or whatever. And I felt like this is a huge advantage. And like all the people that I lined up free photo shoots were with them, they were, they were so excited. They were like, yes, get us out of the house. Let's do something. And I was like, okay, like maybe this is actually like a really good time. So I didn't have any worries. Like, even if anything happened, I was like, well, you know, onto something new, keep it as a hobby. Right. Like I really didn't like put too much stress on myself. It didn't work out. Right. Cause just knowing you were really passionate about it and you loved it every step of the way, if, if it wasn't going to work out long-term, you were going to enjoy the process, yeah, which I think I is so important, right? For yeah, anyone yeah. in any business, if you're not enjoying the process, how are you ever going to reach that end result? A hundred percent. Yeah. So I got to ask, how did you come up with the name through the blue? 
Yeah. I love this one because I haven't even posted on my like account why, and it's such a cute story. So this account, it, it, it started initially back in 2017 because when I was traveling, I wanted to spam photos to my friends and family without feeling pressure on my main account which sounds funny but like I literally just wanted to post whatever and anything everywhere I was anyone who want who cared could look at my photos and so I think if you look at my first photo I I've deleted or like archived a whole bunch of them but Mm -hmm. um the first one on there that I kept is I think in like 2017 and I was in Prague for my birthday which was kind of fun but um so the account started from that and then I just started posting photos of like portraits that I took of my friends or just like dog photos or random stuff on there and then it just I mean I just kept the account through you know until I made it a business but the name I remember driving and I was like what's a silly name I can name this thing and I was like trying to associate my blue eyes with photography And I was like, oh, like maybe blue shutter or like through my blue eyes or, and my mom's like, use an Italian word. And I was like, what? And then I don't know how, but through the blue just like became a thing. And the meaning is like, you're looking at photos through my blue eyes. So that's the one meaning. And then the second meaning is that like, naturally everyone gets a little blue in life but photography was always something that got me through the blue times. So photography for me is one of those sincere, happy things that have stayed consistent through my life and have helped me through the blue. Well, that is so amazing. I love both of those meanings, having that little dual meaning behind it. That's so precious. Cause I love the name, just the sound of it. And I had, I was so curious the whole time how you came up with that. Yeah, it, it's funny. And, and and so many photographers use their first and last name and I've debated. Right. I debate weekly if I should change it. But the name is just like, it's embedded for three years now. I'm like, no, this is too, it's me now, you know? <laughs> oh, definitely. I definitely vote keeping it for Through the Blue. That's it, it stuck in my head. I love the name. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so once you kind of got over that initial launch and you were booking, you were booking clients, It sounds from what you're saying so far, a lot of it came very naturally and you kind of were just progressing week by week and adjusting over time. But did you have any strategy in place of how you were promoting yourself? I know you have this Instagram account, but how did people know that maybe you were officially taking clients, people who are already in your network, people who followed you on Instagram, how did they all of a sudden know that they could book with you and pay you to get a photo shoot? Yeah. So like before it, it became the official launch, I wanted to be taken seriously for lack of better words. So, you know, if before my launch, you would go to my website and not know if I'm charging, if I'm professional, if you had no idea because it was just like a random slew of photos. There was no website. There was no link to anything. It was just an unprofessional kind of site. So I knew that the next step for the journey was to create a website that was professional with pricing so that people immediately knew how much my service were, services were upon entering my Instagram or my website so that, you know, potential clients knew exactly what they were getting 
and then they could make the point to contact me instead of contacting me hoping that I'm doing like free shoots or is this for fun or cheap or whatever so the behind the scenes is you know I really the first thing was building that website and a good tip for any photographers that are going in um, a great site to build websites is pixieset.com so they are a Vancouver company and they're amazing they're used all around the world and that's actually how I delivered your photos Francesca so it's the same um, program but they also do like store website um, galleries all that kind of stuff so I just bought the like premium package and I was able to create my website with them it took me a couple months to kind of like figure everything out and etc and then I bought my domain on GoDaddy so that it was a clean through the blue photography.com instead of um, like mypixieset.com right. um, and then I posted consistently on my main page promoting so like on my main page that wasn't um, for through the blue so I was letting all my friends know like hey if you need for if you need a photographer let me know if you know someone, let me know, just spread the word as much as you could. And I just asked for help and I promoted myself like crazy. And then I was posting consistently on my Through the Blue Facebook account. And then I got testimonials of clients. So yeah, so like I said before, um, I bef before summer, I booked about 13 shoots of free shoots just so I could have a, like a huge abundance of content. So from that, I was able to post consistently. I was able to have content for my website. I was able to get testimonials from those people to post on my website. So it shows that I had clients and stuff like that. Um, and then I also just talked about it all the freaking time. I'm sure everyone was so over it by the point, by the time I was uh, finally like launching it because I was talking to my parents. I said, if you guys know anyone, let them know. Talking to my boyfriend, talking to my friends. So word of mouth is fantastic in this field and, you know, just staying consistent and like getting back to inquiries and kind of stuff like that. Okay, great. It's, I liked hearing all about your website setup because I love your website and obviously being on like the client end of it, when you were able to email through sort of my portfolio of all, all the photos from our shoot with the password and everything it was so easy to use and it was it was such a lovely experience for me to be able to scroll through, view all of the, the photos from our shoot and then being able to favorite them and download them. It was such a good customer experience. So that's yeah. really cool that you, how you chose to use Pixie Set. Did you feel very supported throughout that journey? And on the opposite end of that question, did you have anyone who was a little bit contradictory to you starting this photography business or anyone who gave you, um, challenged you? That's a good, that's a good question. Um, I was very supported and it's kind of like, you know, when like, it's, it's kind of like, oh, your kid's going to do art and you're like, oh, good for you. Like, I know you can do it, but I don't really know the world. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And like right. now to this day, seven months later, my parents are like, wow, good for you. Like, they're kind of like, yes. oh, we kind of had no idea. And right. you know, they were very supportive, but they had, there was no real like help, I guess. Like they kind of, right. you know, they were just like, we're here. This is cool. Like, this is good. And my friends were so supportive. Um, my boyfriend was really supportive as well. Every, everyone was really supportive. I didn't have anyone being like, 
you can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Like they're, no, everyone was very, very nice. You mentioned earlier, you're a full-time marketing student. Um, I'd love to know how you kind of manage your time because obviously being a full-time student is hard enough, let alone doing all of your shoots, editing, and then everything else that's coming with this job. Um, yeah. Do you have any techniques or habits or tactics for managing your day-to-day? -day? Yeah, you know what? I still struggle with this. Like time management is a very tricky thing to conquer and like understand and I honestly I wish I could tell you a secret of what I do to manage it but mm -hmm. like I still can't I still am like overwhelmed I'm you know what I learn like tips and tricks on how to do shortcuts online now you know with editing or with taking photos like um even with your shoot like actually this is a really good um trick for any like new photographers if they're listening um I was shooting like on rapid mode. So I would come home from a shoot with like a thousand photos. And then you have to sit there and figure out if, if your eyebrow and this one is better when really like all of them are good. You're just like going crazy. So mm -hmm. it took me six and seven months to figure this out. But with your shoot, I shot in live mode and I kept telling you, I was like, I feel like such a mom, but I was able to figure out my lighting, looking at it. I was able to focus perfectly. I was able to like picture you in the square perfectly. I was able to move your hand and I got three photos. So I had, you know, a month ago or six months ago, 30 photos to go through. And then with your shoot, I had three and three. I just got to pick the best out of the three and then I edit it. So there's like little things that you kind of just learn as you go. And like, I'm sure there's a whole book that you can buy or whatever to like tell you all these things but I was kind of like eh, we're just gonna figure it out as we go but managing time is hard I like you know it's hard to start a business and like manage your time with like personal life and you know trying to make sure you have time to even like watch movies sometimes is kind of hard but it is a sacrifice that you kind of have to make in order to like do something that you love and kind of create this perfect thing but yeah, definitely don't have a secret on how to manage time because I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> that's that's very fair. I think time management is a work in progress for everyone. Even I think people who it seems like it's perfectly together. Everyone's always growing and everyone can get a bit better at that. But when you're spending your time doing something you care so much about, it makes it easier. I would love to know a little bit about your thoughts on the industry and maybe you only have insight into like the Vancouver area, but do you, have you done any collaborations with other Vancouver photographers and do you kind of find the photographer industry to be supportive or do you find it very competitive? It's funny because, you know, you can work in a restaurant and you're friends with the servers, the hostess, you're friends with everyone, but in the industry of photography, like I know these people but I don't, I don't know anyone. And it's right. like my coworkers technically. Right. And it, I don't really know these people. So it's not, it's competitive in a sense, but it's not like malicious. I know a lot of people okay. say that in the photography realm, like a lot of people will say it's malicious and probably for them, they probably reached out to a photographer for a question and they didn't answer it. And they were like, oh, why didn't you answer my question? But mm. I, you, photographers follow me I follow them everyone comments on each other like everyone interacts with each other's pages which is like really nice 
but I've had a few, I've had a couple of photographers uh, come to me and like, I always try to help them as much as I can, even though I'm new and like in the same boat, but it's, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's not, it's a good, <laughs> it's a good industry. Like everyone is like helpful, but everyone is trying to get the same client and they're trying to right. get the same thing. So it is kind of hard in a sense. Well, I think even as simple as a like or a comment on an Instagram, like that's at the end of the day, that's all the support you can really ask for when you are going after the exact same target target yeah. market, right? So let's shift gears a little bit now, because as you know, I created Venture Vibe with the whole mission to connect these side hustlers, entrepreneurs, and business owners to give advice to our listeners who maybe already have their own business or their own side hustle but also listeners who just have this dream of one day starting their own business or want to start a side hustle. So for those who are interested in starting their own photography business or any creative business for that matter, how do you determine when you're ready to go from hobby to business? So I loved hearing your story, but for someone else who is a little bit maybe intimidated to take that leap, what did that transition look like? And what would you kind of recommend for someone who wants to start that business? In terms of photography, if you love it and you want for it to become a career, then you're already good enough. You you will succeed with just the drive of confidence you have like in the craft. Um, it took me a long time to gain confidence in my photography, but that's also because I wasn't practicing as much as I could have been to get better. Um, I've invested myself um, and took a course at BCIT, which is a great step that a lot of people can do in Vancouver. And just to learn manual and talk to other photographers and feel comfortable that if I'm put into a situation, I can figure out the settings perfectly and just, you know, understand the tool that you're using, just like uh, anyone would in construction or whatever, like this is your tool and you need, you need to know how to use it. I think if any, anyone is wanting to create a business in photography, you have to watch videos online, go hang out with your friends, go shoot in manual, just have fun and learn and challenge yourself. The confidence will come and then you can find your specific market. I haven't even found my specific market, but that's okay. Just even if you're, if you don't think that you've gotten everything figured out in your business, go for it, have confidence. You can mess up. It's totally okay. And, um, you are good enough. You, you, you already are good enough if you want photography to become a career from your hobby. That is such good advice. I really hope our listeners take that to heart. Um, and for our Vancouver listeners, what is the BCIT course that you took? I think it's literally just, if you look up photography, it's just photography <laughs> at BCIT. Okay. I think it was like 400 bucks. It was, um, like six weeks, I think in the summer, you know what you can, I, I enjoyed it because I got to, I got to meet a lot of other photographers, but a lot of the information you can find online if you have the motivation to teach yourself. But I really loved like going to a class, taking photos, coming back, showing the teacher, and then she could like critique me right away. So it was, it was, it was a really good course. So I, I recommend. I think a lot of people who want to start their own business one day, always have an excuse that they don't have enough money to put into a new venture. So if you had to give advice to someone who didn't own a camera, was a complete beginner, just taken photos completely as a hobby, but still had this dream to become a photographer one day, what would you tell them to do if they had zero dollars to get a little bit closer to achieving that dream? 
Yeah, I think there's so many resources around. So I know, I mean, hypothetically, if you have a computer, you are one step closer to being a professional photographer. There's a computer at the libraries as well that you can totally use. Pinterest is free. YouTube is free. Instagram is free. And there is so much photography content on there. It's it, it's insane. You just watch tutorials, recreate a photo for fun. And I would just say that's a huge thing as a beginner can do that's free to learn. Also, borrow a camera from high school. That's what I did. I was in the yearbook class and I got to keep a DSLR camera for that whole term. And I asked the teacher if I could take it home. He's like, yep, for sure. So I took photos of my dog. I took photos in my backyard and it was a free way that I could try a DSLR. Your dad might even have like a, a film camera hanging around. It's <laughs> cheap to get a battery and film. Use it, like use, use whatever is around you. And if you show interest that you're interested in photography and you talk about it, I think doors will open and people will be like, oh my God, I have a camera or you can use my point and shoot. Just use anything that's around you. So another thing I've learned recently from newer entrepreneurs is they have a really hard time pricing their products or pricing their services and they don't know what they're worth. And I think there's a big fear of either pricing yourself too low and that probably is connected to confidence, which we were talking about earlier, but then also a fear of pricing themselves too high and then not booking clients or not selling their product. So when it came down to you pricing yourself, um, how did you go about that process? And did you have, do you have doubts, doubts throughout that to take me through what that looked like? A hundred percent. I have like trauma thinking about my <laughs> pricing because it's hard. Like it's hard to price yourself and your Definitely. artwork and know your worth. Mm -hmm. the it, like I it's it's very very hard but what I did was I just looked at all of the local photographers around how much they were charging that were kind of similar to me right. and then I was charging under so that mm -hmm. I could get people in the door that way you know I people were like oh my god she has a cheaper price um let's give her a chance a lot of people do not suggest this and I still like I'm on the table about this because, you know, if you price yourself cheaper, you're going to unfortunately get cheaper clients with that kind of attitude. Right. But you like, I think it's totally okay as a photographer to reevaluate every six months, whatever, and just realize, okay, I've invested this much money into myself. I know what I'm worth now. I can up my prices. And I'm still working. I have a sheet beside me. I'm still working on what I think is an appropriate amount for me right now. And I, you know, in the next couple of weeks, I, I will release my prices that are higher. And that's just because I, within these seven months, I have gained uh, a brand new camera, a brand new lens. Like I'm much more professional, my gear, everything that um, I'm all about. I want to make, I just, I make sure that my pricing um, correlates to what I'm giving. Um, also a good tip is that on like Pinterest, um, there are pricing guides. So you, there is an equation that people can do. So you can say, I've spent this much on a camera. I spent this much on the program. And you can say, I want to make this much money divided by this. And it'll tell you what your hourly rate is. And then from there, you can be like, 
whoa, that's super high or whoa, that's super low and just change it with the environment that we're in. So like Fraser Valley, Vancouver area and just, you know, that way you have a good base and then you can see what you need to make in order to make a profit because that's huge. And, you know, you're putting a lot of time and effort in here. You got to make money for yourself. And that's, yeah, that's just like a, a great tip to start your pricing kind of schedule. Yeah, definitely. I think choosing the pricing for any service, it, it can be a struggle, especially if you're struggling in the confidence area but I think everything you just went through was so valuable in terms of just knowing your worth take a look at what you've invested into yourself and then compare yourself to the industry standard and then also learning about those pricing guides that's great for if you are in the creative space and maybe you're not a very numbers based person being able to just kind of plug those numbers in and kind of get an estimate of what you should be charging can be super helpful yeah it it is I know a lot of people love it and I think yeah it's a great it's a great tool to have. So that's so amazing learning everything about what you've done to get to where you are today. Um, I'd love to know what motivates you to grow your business even further. My favorite thing, there's two. It's when my current clients are returning clients. That is such a huge like high five to me. And that's just yes. like, it warms my heart that like amazing. you came to me once you trust me to do this again. And like, that just, that, that motivates me to know that like, I'm doing something right. Especially even if it's just for one person, that's Definitely. a huge win. Um, another one is it's a small win, but it's just when you send out a gallery to someone and they get a, you get a text back and they're like, Oh my God, I loved it. I look so good. These are awesome. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Yes. That's just like those little things kind of motivate me. It's just like when people are happy and even though like, I kind of doubt myself sometimes, and then it's just a sense of relief. I'm like, Oh, I can sleep. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I definitely sent you one of those texts. That was my first official branding shoot. And I was so excited to get those photos back. Like looking <laughs> through that gallery, I was like, wait, is that me? Like, how did you make me look that good? I don't Who look like that in real she? life. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, lo- what? I, lo- I loved your shoot too. That was, yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. We had lots of fun. That was really good. Um, so I guess this is a, a similar question, but do you have one moment that was the most satisfying moment in business, whether it was a specific shoot, a specific testimonial, specific follow-up? There, there are a lot, but the most recent one that I'm like blushing over because I'm just so happy about was, um, I was like, I was kind of starting to get into like the boudoir world of photography, which is like lingerie photos, um, that, you know, are just for fun, like empowering, or if you want to send them to your spouse or whatever. And so it was just, it's a really fun world to go into. And, um, I was like, Hmm, like maybe I should like open up these little mini sessions. So they're cheaper, they're less time, they're less photos. And I'm going to give you action, actionable steps, but this is super important to me. And I think that everyone should just be confident and proud of any artwork that you put out. It's so easy. It's way too easy to question your ability to eat and, or like, and just feel discouraged, but you know what, keep your head up, start over and just keep going. Like you need to remember that you are talented. There's been so many times where I've just been so down about 
any art that I've put out or photos or whatever. And no, like you're a badass bee and (laughs) you just got to be confident and with the artwork that you're putting out. But some VIP tips that I can give you is, you know what, as we said before, create a website with your prices and photos. If you're a photographer, this is your first step in order to get paid and to be taken kind of seriously. Um, Another great thing is take free photos of your dream clients and your goal market. So if you want to shoot weddings, stage a wedding, invest in yourself. And, you know, a lot of photographers do that. They will, it's a lot of money, but a lot of people will invest like two to three grand and you rent out a venue, you ask people to collaborate with you and you stage a wedding and you take photos of this wedding and then you post it and people then get to see your work. And then you get booked within your work. And that's, you just have to figure out what your dream client is, take photos of that, get stage shoots, and then um, show that content, be proud of that content that you just worked really hard for. Um, Another one is ask for help from local photographers. They will help you. If you ask, if you make the effort, someone will help you. Um, I know a lot of people like are willing to take on mentors too. So If you just ask a photographer that you like, if they're looking for a second shooter for their wedding for free or something like that, you know, then you can get information from all these photographers. Um, And then lastly is practice as much as you can and use manual mode on your camera. Stop using auto mode, learn your tool, figure out how you can differentiate light and and depth and, and just, and work on that like craft of that and watch YouTube videos, follow photographers that inspire you, and just talk about your love for photography with people around you. And yeah, doors are going to open. And also, you guys can always reach out to me on Instagram for any questions. I'm an open book. If you want to know what camera I have, if you want to know what editing I use, just just message me and, and that can help anyone that's listening here. Yay. Amazing. Amazing. So to those final takeaways to wrap up what you just said, confidence, identify that dream client, invest in yourself, share your content, ask for help. That's such a big one. We're also scared to ask for help. Reach out to people, ask for help, practice and trust the process. Yes. Yay. Amazing. Amazing. Krista, thank you so much for coming on today. This is the first episode and I'm so, so excited. I couldn't think of a better first guest. Um, I'm sure so many people are inspired to hear your story and love kind of hearing that you took a leap of faith during this very weird year and turned this passion into a business. And I'm sure people do have questions for you, further questions, or would love to learn more about you or potentially book with you, which everyone listening, you most definitely should book with Carissa. It was such a great experience. If you've never done a photo shoot before, which I had not, she makes you feel so comfortable and my photos were amazing. So definitely look into it. Um, So how can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at through the blue with two E's or um, my website, which is www.throughthebluephotography.com. And both of them have options to contact me. So you can email me or just send me a DM. Wonderful. Thank you once again, Krista. This is amazing. Thank you so much for all your praise and for having me on here. I'm really honored and this is just such a cool experience. So thank you. (laughs) 